You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hello and welcome to the Stream of David Show. We have yet another episode of the Stream of David Live from Spirituality Gone Wild, this time hosted by Matt Garden. And Matt and the viewers had some fantastic questions for the stream that you're going to hear uh, their commentary on, including how to reduce the number of problems that you have in your life and how to reduce the severity of your problems. They share techniques on how to raise your vibration. And they get pretty deep into talking about the nature of dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that that tend to happen at the end of life and the disconnection process that we go through sometimes. Really interesting commentary that you're going to hear on that. And also about a psychic medium or the stream's ability to predict the future, to tell us what our future is going to be. You're going to hear all about that. So we'll be right back with the stream of David live from Spirituality Gone Wild. and You'll be hearing directly from the stream. Matt um, is a friend of mine, and Matt went through Taya Boot Camp. If you don't know what Taya is, it's a spiritual practice that I created from the stream's guidance. Really, the stream has been coming to me my entire life. And when I hit around age 40, I realized that I had sort of misused a lot of the information that I was getting. I was really misusing the law of attraction uh, to just manifest money and things. And my life was just a disaster at that point. And so I really dug deeper with the stream at that point and started really listening to their advice, really following the universal law. And I built some, some tools to use in our current day society as a human being, as a fully flawed, imperfect human being as I am, to really tap into universal law and figure out how to live a life of clarity and joy and abundance. And it worked. You know, I fixed the problems in my life. I didn't bring myself to a point of perfection. I'm certainly not perfect, but I fixed my finances. I fixed my health. I fixed my body. I fixed my relationships. You know, I, I got clarity and I really got to a higher vibration on all those topics and every single one of those things in my life improved in the process. So I got to a point where I had done so much that I realized how valuable the spiritual practice is. I couldn't not share it anymore. Yeah. So I created the spiritual practice. It's called Taya, T-Y-A for Trust Your Abundance. And it's not a religion. There's no rules or anything like that. It is a daily spiritual practice that we use to raise to a higher vibration, to see the world through the eyes of source, to see yourself and your life through the eyes of source, to learn to really love yourself, to be confident, to remove fear from your life. And when you remove fear, you allow yourself to really trust the universe to deliver everything that you want to need. And that's how we operate our lives with the, the Taya practice. And Matt uh, went through my Taya bootcamp program, and now he's a Taya master in our mastery program. Do you want to talk just a moment about Taya and then I'll kind of start to get quiet and, and then we'll meditate and go right into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, guys, Taya is a, is, is a magnificent practice and it's called uh, Trusting Your Abundance, as, as David said. And it's a way for you to tap into a, a more elevated way of living your life and a more conscious way of creating the life you want. Uh, it's a daily spiritual practice. You, you do it every day. You kind of do it all the time in a way. Um, and it's based around four things, um, you know, setting intention, 
meditation, uh, staying up your spiral and forgiving your, your past and forgiving your transgressors. And you kind of continually work on those four topics depending on, on what's happening in your life and what's happening in your day-to-day. And you just uh, live and experience life in a much more joyous, relaxed, comfortable way. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, hey, Carrie, I see Carrie here. Just come to the boot camp and have amazing experiences. Everyone who comes to the boot camp has, has phenomenal experiences. Uh, uh, David, it was about a year ago that, uh, that we became friends on Facebook. So it's almost my one-year anniversary from starting the uh, from starting the boot camp, and I was just looking back on how different everything is uh, than it was a, a year ago. It's amazing. It's amazing how much can transform in uh, in such little time. Yeah, you know, yeah, so do it. Make major changes in their lives within just a few weeks. Sometimes of joining yeah. boot camp, which is very helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, it can, you know, the the the, the um, we're the only ones holding ourselves back from what we want. And uh, you, you see time and time again, you know, success stories of people who said, when I, when I started to dream big, when I started to believe in myself, when I started to address the things I hadn't been looking at, um, everything changed for me. And Tyre is a way to, is, is, I think, is a, is a very efficient um, uh, toolkit for creating the life you want. Yeah. Plus, yeah, I think that's a good point. It's efficient. It actually works. Yeah. You know, give you the tools that actually work in your life in our current society, no less. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and 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 that's it. You know, it's kind of um, uh, it's very efficient and it's cool. It's fun. It's fun tapping into this to this new magic and just having a more playful approach to to life. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, do a little collective meditation. Thank you for all of that, Matt. And uh, at the end, we will give you the website address if you want to learn more about Taya Bootcamp, where to go for all of that. But let's let's talk to the stream first. Sure. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. We're going to get quiet here for a minute. I know it's weird to sit maybe and look at your phone or your computer and be quiet and meditate, but there's a lot of power in collective consciousness and there's a lot of power mm-hmm. in collective meditation. So we're going to meditate together. We're just going to get quiet. We don't have to own or do anything like that. Meditation isn't nearly as fancy as people sometimes want to make it out to be. You're really just clearing your head and allowing your natural source connection to flow, which is what we want. We want source flowing through all of us. So it'll bring out the stream in an even more powerful way. Yeah. And you'll get everything that you want from them in that case. So let's do that real quick. And then I'll be right back with the stream. Awesome. We are here. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Uh, there, is some, there is some good energy uh, in, in the group today. And we're looking forward to asking some questions, if we may. Absolutely. We are here to entertain all of your questions and we are eager to get started. Thank you. Um, Paul asks an interesting question. If we appreciate our problems, don't we get more of them? We were talking about appreciating our transgressors, I think was the context for that question. The, the, the appreciation is a high vibration, is a high positive vibration. And Fear is a, is a low vibration, a negative vibration. When, when you fear your problems, you are fueling more things of that nature for sure. But when you appreciate or find appreciation, you, you are not appreciating the problem so much as you are appreciating the opportunity for the solution that you will find. So it's a very different vibration that, that, than fearing. So when you appreciate your problems for the 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 the, the, being the launch pad of your next new creation, that is a very high vibrational thing to do. And that's why you have problems. 
and, and, and we guide you not, not to be so fearful of, of having problems because you're always going to have problems. There is not one of you, regardless of your, your, your spiritual practice, your connection, your belief system, that do not go down your spiral periodically and, and manifest problems in your lives. You came here for that. You, you are here in this body, living this physical existence to, to absolutely discern your preferences as a, as a physically manifested being and manifest those preferences. But you, first and foremost, are here to place and overcome obstacles in your lives because the overcoming of those obstacles, it, it, that is your expansion. That is your growth as a human being, and that is your contribution to the growth of the, the universe as a whole. So, so don't fear your problems, show appreciation for them, but show appreciation for them and that they are presenting you an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And that's a fantastic message. I think it, it's important for us to understand that we don't, the perfect life is one with contrast, with polarity. Many of you do not believe it, but it is indeed true. And, and, and you all have stories in your history of, of problems that were presented or things that seemed like a dire situation that, that you flipped and turned into a positive and ended up being one of the best things that ever happened to you. You all have these stories. And, and if you, we guide you to always look for the positive in everything. There, there is positive in everything, even, even the things that you really do not prefer in your world, the most negative things in your world. There is always positive that springs forth from all of that. And sometimes you need to look for it because in your current day society, you are taught to focus upon the, the negative. You're taught to, to run on fear. You, you see things in your news and post on your social media every single day that are intended to be fear-inducing, anger-inducing. And, and, and there are some that share these things, believing that they're going to bring about change. If, if the, the viewers collectively view that and focus on a solution, you will indeed bring about change. But what inevitably happens is it brings about anger and fear and, and resentment, and no solution is found in that. You're, you are simply perpetuating more things of that nature. This is why your politics are always in the toilet. They, they, they are always going back to something negative that nobody wants because it is all fear-inducing. It is not solution-oriented. There is no one there that really wants a solution. They want to keep the problems. They want to keep the battle going. They want to keep the dollars flowing in because if you are fearful and believe that you must send your dollars in to, to have this thing that you're fearful of eradicated, that there's far much more power in that to the politician than, than simply being a problem solver. Mm-hmm. There's, there's that control through fear, isn't there? The, the, your humanity has, has gone through a lengthy period of being controlled via fear. And, and, and you can move out of that. And, and, and you are collectively coming together and understanding this like you never have before. This is why your younger generation is so skeptical of everything so skeptical of politics and religion that you notice that they're crumbling beneath your feet. Mm. Your governments and your religions are not functioning because more and more of you are coming to understand the true nature of these things and how they are not serving you on any level. And, and, and so you, you see them, the, 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 the certain ones especially, starting to decay and starting to crumble. And, and, and you will be fine. You will evolve through that period. And there is contrast on all topics. So, so your governments and religions absolutely served a purpose for a while. But now that you are coming together like never before and your collective consciousness is communicating globally like never before on a conscious level, not just a, 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 a subconscious level, you, you are coming to understand these things. You're coming to collectively question everything. Mm-hmm. And if you're questioning, you're not being controlled like you once were. And the powers that be that once wielded 
wielded control over fear are scrambling now because they, they have an entire new generation of, of people that have come along that are not as fearful. Absolutely. There are a couple of really good questions that are coming through that, that we'd like to ask. John asks uh, two questions. Uh, um, we might start with the second one. As you raise your vibration, um, does the severity of your problems lessen? As you raise your vibration and consistently keep it higher, the severity of your problems will decrease. The frequency of your problems will decrease, but you will not erase all of your problems because it is not possible for you due to polarity for you to be up your spiral all the time, nor was that your intention when you manifested here. But, but you see examples all around you of, of people, coworkers, family, friends, the ones that are more positive, the ones that are more confident, the ones that are loving themselves more and appreciating more are experiencing fewer problems. And, and, and the ones that are not appreciating life as much, the ones that are looking for problems, the ones that are feeling victimized all the time, their, their lives are a mess. Mm-hmm. So there is your evidence of all, everything that we share right there. You, you, you have your case studies all around you. And it's easier mm-hmm. to see it in others necessarily than see it in yourselves. But if your life is not where you wish for it to be, the answer is, is to first claim full responsibility for everything you've got going on, because you are manifesting all of it, positive and negative. Everything is a manifestation of yours, always. And you all manifest negative and you all manifest positive. But the more positive you focus upon, the more positive you're going to receive every single time. Which, which leads us to, to a good question that Kerry has asked. Um, now that I have my tire tools and continue my practice each day, the more I meet my obstacles and joy, the easier it becomes. Is there a momentum that builds that will allow my intentions to unfold? Will they happen quicker now that I'm more in the practice and more aligned with uh, staying up my vibration? Your consistent practice and your diligence in, in keeping your vibe up and keeping your vibe high will absolutely continue to build momentum and bring massive positive change to your life. What will inevitably happen as a human being, you will start experiencing these positive shifts and you will believe that you have, you have permanently changed your lives and you will probably slack off a bit. David has experienced this in his life where he says he gets lazy with his practice and then suddenly the evidence populates all around him of his lack of alignment mm-hmm. and he has to get back into it. And, and you are all different, but you all tend to do this. This is like taking your medication and, and, and getting the results of the medication and believing that you no longer need the medication, where the medication was the very thing that was helping you. Mm. The, the, the spiritual practice that has been offered here is the thing that will help you if you do it diligently and daily, because that polarity is tugging at you at all times. If you start mm. to run on autopilot for a few days, your vibration is going to go down. But mm. if you work to keep your vibration up and you work through appreciation and forgiveness and, and meditation and, 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 and allowing your source connection to flow and, and doing all of these things that, that, we, that we guide you to do, then you will have a higher vibration. You will be a more joyous being. You will be more connected to your version of the stream, which is source. We are source. We are flowing through into each and every one of you, all creation. And when you allow that, you, you are naturally more joyful. You are naturally more clear and you are naturally more abundant. Whatever your version of abundance is, you have more of the things that you want coming to you when you hold yourself in that state. But understand that you are not going to hold yourself into that state all day, every day. It is not possible. You're going to drop. But remember that when you drop, we do offer you the tools to pick yourselves back up 
And very often the, the ride back up is so enjoyable and so satisfying, it's worth the ride down. Mm -hmm. and the ride down serves you in that you're going to go down and create obstacles, which is going to give you an opportunity to go up your spiral, create solutions for those obstacles and expand in the process. Yes. That is the we have given you the meaning of life in very few words, and there it is. Thank you. Thank you. Quite profound. And answers John's earlier question of how do you get back up the spiral and what's the benefit of that? Can we just dig into that a little bit? You know, if, if I keep having the same sorts of problems appearing and appearing in my life, as, as Paula asks, it, sometimes it can feel overwhelming. Sometimes I can feel like oh, I can't go on anymore. What are some techniques to, you know, you speak about getting back to neutral. How can we do that? And then from there, what happens? The, 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 the trip up the spiral is, is, is as easy as, as finding things to appreciate. Very often, we, we, we guide you toward meditation. When you quiet your mind and truly clear your mind, you do have a natural connection to us flowing to you at all times. Mm -hmm. and it's always available and is always there and is always on. It is never missing. You, you are not allowing it. You are not grabbing it. And you grab it certainly simply by allowing it. And, and, and the allowing of it is, is to, to quiet your mind, to, to get rid of the negative thoughts. That's naturally going up your spiral. And when you reach this point of neutrality by quieting your mind, you automatically connect with our energy and we can then help you up your spiral. But what we cannot do, because we are pure positive energy, we cannot go down below neutral and meet you down in your negative space. Nor was that your intention, nor is that universal intention. For, for us to be able to go down there. We are the source of all creation and we are pure positive. And, and you intended to disconnect from us on occasion, go down that spiral and create negative. There is positive and negative in this universe. Positive is always more powerful than negative. But negative has the power that you give to it. So if you go down there and linger and do what we call boarding the thought train and staying and allowing the momentum to go in that direction, it will. But you do not have to do that. You, you can stop. You can clear. If you are not in a state where you can sit and quiet your mind because your mind is so chattery in a negative direction that that takes off every time you simply try to do that, then you need to appreciate. That David had an experience just this week where he was severely down his spiral for part of a day, an entire day, and could not sleep out throughout the night. So much so that he had no access to us. So much so that he had not even the tools to move out of it or the desire to move out of it. He was that down his spiral. Waking the next morning, knowing what he needed to do to turn the, the trajectory of that day and his life indeed around, he went outside and found things to appreciate. Mm. He appreciated and he the weather, he appreciated the birds chirping, he appreciated the blue sky, he appreciated the palm trees around him, he appreciated his home, he appreciated his dog, he appreciated his health. He found things to appreciate everywhere around him. And that automatically raised his vibration. And from there, he was able to calm himself and quiet his mind and change the direction of his spiral. You, you can all learn to do this. This, mm -hmm. is, this is a key component to the practice of Taya that we have delivered. Learning to, to raise your default vibration and learning to move up that spiral on demand is a very important life skill for all of you. Mm -hmm. Because when you're up your spiral, you, you are up believing and creating your dreams. And when you were down, you were down doubting and fearing and canceling them out. And not only that, you were down there creating negative things that you do not want in your lives. There is value in some of that, but there is not great value in having that rule your life. And if you are choosing to be down your spiral, then it's always your choice. 
then your life is going to be more negative than positive. So yeah. much so that, that it could be a complete mess, a complete disaster. It could be as messy as you want it to be if you allow it to be. And when you're feeling like a victim that you have no control, that something is, is holding you down there, there is absolutely something that drives you down there called polarity. But there is nothing that is holding you down there other than you. And, and, and understanding how that works and understanding how your thoughts are the thing that, that are absolutely holding you down there and creating that momentum and accepting responsibility for everything that's happening in your lives and never allowing yourselves to feel like a victim. Because when you allow yourselves to feel like a victim, you are giving away the power that you are born with. You are born with the power to have any life that you choose, regardless of, of what your society tells you, your religion tells you, what your parents told you, regardless of all of that. And it is never too late to change the direction of your life and do something different and live a more joyous existence, doing the things that you want to do, making yourselves happy, loving yourselves, and, and, and getting yourself so high on the spiral that you're suddenly seeing the people that populate around you, your vibrational match of people who appreciate you as much as you appreciate you. This, this tie of practice will change every aspect of your life, and you will see the landscape of your friendships and your relationships change. Mm-hmm. Because as you love you more, you're going to be matched to people who feel the same about you. And if you are spending a lot of time down your spiral not loving you, it is very likely that you have others around you that feel the same way. Yes, which is a reflection of that energy that you're putting out. Absolutely. And and we will state also that we understand that there are those of you and and, and many of the people that come into the the, the boot camp program that that David offers are, are people who have what we refer to as abundance blocks. They're finding themselves blocked in the same area and it's a repeat over and over and over again. They are reliving the same unwanted circumstances. There are people that understand the law of attraction, but do not understand how to fully harness the power of it in their lives. There is no using or not using the law of attraction. It is like the law of gravity. It's always happening whether you want it to or not, whether you're focused upon it or not. But, but how... How focused are you and what you're broadcasting to the universe is the question. And if you have this thing that keeps coming back around, whether it is not enough money or it is a bad job or or working with people you don't like or being in a bad relationship or abusive situation or being in a body that is overweight or or unhealthy in some way, whatever that condition is that keeps circling back around, no matter what you do and how hard you try, the way to stop that. And this is very important. We want all of you to hear this. We are giving you very valuable information here. You stop paying attention to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration because that's what you're doing. You are vibrating at a certain level that is creating an unwanted condition. You are responding negatively to it. You are thinking about how much you hate being overweight, how much you hate being broke, how much being wealthy would make you happy and fix every problem in your life and how being thin would You are giving more power to it. Yes. Every single time. Mm-hmm. So that to break that pattern, let's stop reacting to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration. Yes, absolutely. What a profound message. Thank you. Thank you. We have um, we have a couple of questions here that that uh, that uh, that are excellent. Lena asks one, um, which I think is interesting. It will just change tack a little bit. When a human body dies, how long does the soul hang around or do we return to the collective source immediately? 
the, the, the it is it is you you seem to think of your souls as being this thing that is is in your body that departs your body your soul is omnipresent and omniscient always you are part of the energetic realm and 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 that that connection that that soul connection is projected into your body and when your human body dies there is a a very brief period of transition where you are letting go of the ego consciousness and reemerging fully into what we refer to very simply as soul consciousness and it, it it is it is very very brief and, and and you come to realize that very very quickly and and there's not linear time in the energetic realm so it is not about you going into that space and taking x number of days to reacclimate with being non-physical you you are always non-physical you you are simply releasing the the ego and the human body and the the, the physical aspects of, of, of that you were inhabiting for a temporary time as a human being or or whatever type of being you were and you have all been many things. And our soul consciousness remembers this experience, presumably. Your soul consciousness is, is all-knowing and it absolutely remembers all of your experiences. And, and when you manifest in a physical environment, such as planet Earth as a human being, you, you acquire an ego consciousness, a, a, a physical ego consciousness. And that ego consciousness serves to overshadow a large part of your soul consciousness so that you can have a unique one-off physical experience and in that physical experience fully experience the, 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 the what we refer to as contrast of life, the positive and the negative and understanding from that soul perspective that that negative is going to serve you. That negative may very well end you as a, as, as a physical being. If you so allow, if you react negatively to everything, and, and, and choose an unhealthy lifestyle of some sort or, or, or choose something that is going to cut your, your lifetime short. But from your soul conscious perspective, there, there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong from that eternal perspective with a short and human time life. There, there is no right or wrong. Some of you live to be five, some of you live to be 50, and some of you live to be 100. And there, there is truly, you, you all seek a quantity of years. But there is no right or wrong in any of that. There's no right or wrong amount of time. We understand when you, you see a five-year-old pass away from a terminal illness or war or an accident that, that you are very sad about it because there is life experience that was not yet experienced. But you get to come back and do this over and over and over again. So from your soul consciousness experience, it's a very different perspective than from your, your human. But you are here having this one-off human experience. And in your lack of knowledge of your other existences and, and every aspect of the universe serves to give you a unique physical experience in your current physical environment. And in that unique physical experience, you are, you are, you are manifesting and overcoming obstacles and you are growing in the process and you are creating new things, new creation in the process. Whether you are creating a better mood the next day, or you are creating a new building or a new city or the collective consciousness and you are part of it is creating a new planet. The entire universe was created via projected thought from consciousness. The energetic realm is consciousness. We are consciousness. Yes. And we're all part of it. Mm -hmm. So in a way, our lives are like going to see a new movie every time for your soul. Why would it want to replay the same old movie? You yeah, go and see a new movie. You are having a unique experience. And it's, it, it's, you, you are all an amalgam 
of all of your past existences coming in and projecting vibrationally aligned with a set of circumstances here on planet Earth, including your, your point of entry, your parents, your race, your religion, your, your, your nationality, all of the things that you project into are vibrationally matched to what your soul consciousness desires are from that higher perspective. So, so you look at the, the child that is born into illness or a war-torn country or into a genocide or something of this nature, and you believe that it's very sad and that soul must be cursed in some way, when actually it's ex- exactly the opposite. You, you are encountering a, a, a highly advanced soul consciousness being that has existed through multiple experiences that is looking for a greater degree of contrast because that consciousness understands that there is a lot of growth available in that high degree of contrast especially if you manage to manifest your way through it and out of it successfully. And, and, and it is no coincidence that these are your, your stories of triumph in other humans are your very favorite stories to hear about. You, mm-hmm. you all come here to, to attempt to triumph in one way or another. And the more you triumph, the more solution you have created, and the more you expand. And the more you expand as a soul consciousness being, the more you move into what we call the core of source. You, you are getting caught up in a more pow- positive, more powerful stream every time you do this. And, and, and that is your, your soul consciousness desire is to move more and more as part of the core of source, which is where we are, what we are. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So our journey is a, 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 a return to source with each lifetime. The, the, the journey is you are always part of source, always, whether you are only, only the, 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 the outer layers are more toward the core and, and it is not physical. We are giving you this analogy just to, to have you understand it perhaps better. And, 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 and your desire is to move more and more into the core. And, and, and that's what keeps the core expanding. And, and the consciousness is energy like everything else. And, and we are either expanding or we are contracting and we are certainly not contracting. We are expanding by drawing more and more souls into that core to, to keep it powered. And these souls are creating new creation, including new worlds, new, new creation within worlds, and, and, and your new creation on planet Earth. Understand that your planet is very different than it was 100 years ago and very, very different than it was 1,000 and 10,000 years ago. The, your planet is always evolving, and it is, it's, amalgam, it's an amalgam of the collective consciousness projected into the planet between the planetary changes and the physical changes that humans actually create. You are doing all of it. You are changing the mountains and the streams and the climate and all of these things. And you are also changing the the structure of your cities, the the man-made portion of it. It is is all starting as consciousness and, and evolving in different ways, just as your human bodies are evolving. And notice that your human bodies evolve much faster than all of the other beings on your planet. It's because of your higher intelligence. Mm. different focus mm. thank you uh, Angela has a very interesting question about shared memories and you know this could potentially lead us into a, a discussion on time but she asks is it possible for a grandchild to have a memory of me at the exact age that I was my grandson dreamt of an experience I had as a child I hadn't I had forgotten this experience until he brought it up but it was the same one we will share with you, first of all, that there is, in, in our realm, there is no right or wrong, there is no judgment, and there is no such thing as impossible. Because you are all connected. You are all collective consciousness beings. You are all connected. 
and those of you that manifest physically within within your families and those of you that 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 find yourselves drawn to other people we hear you use the term soulmate and sometimes it is used very loosely but you you all have other beings that you are very very close to and certainly a grandchild manifesting into a vibrationally matched family situation there there is a connection there and 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 you have to understand too that every thought that has ever occurred still exists and every thought and action that ever will occur exists but it's always shifting the consciousness is shifting backward and forward but it's absolutely possible for anyone especially someone that is closely related and closely connected to to tap into a, a, a circumstance in that other person's history is absolutely possible it is a sign of your collective consciousness so you, your children that come very open and they are taught to be fearful and they are taught to shut that down and they are taught to focus on the the 3d physical world and you all came this way and, and when you were small children you may or may not have recollection of seeing things and knowing things and hearing things that you no longer allow as an adult because children are taught not to think that way in fact your school system is very much set up to completely work that out of them and, and utilize fear and other things to to get everybody under control and behaving in a certain direction, a certain way to build the societies that you've built on your planet. And, and we are not judging any of that, but it is a simple reality that what your children tell you is real. And, and when, when they are fearful of ghosts, it's because they are seeing things that they don't understand. And, and, and when they are dreaming and sharing, and there are numerous stories of this. If you really pay attention to what your children are saying and you think they're just mumbling because they're just little children, that is not the case. They are very often sharing very real, very valuable information. Are they more, because their ego is less developed, are they closer to their soul consciousness? That, that is exactly what happens. The, 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 you, you come in and there, there's an ego that is acquired and it is developed over time. And, and, and it can be the, the, the ego serves you. The ego drives you through your human experience and overshadows a lot of that eternal consciousness. You, you, you all have glimpses. You are all aware that there's an energetic realm. You are all aware that there is a source and a spirit that moves through you. Some of you are more aware than others that you have had other existences. But you did not really come here to necessarily explore all of that. Your intentionality in coming here was to forget all of that and have your one-off unique human experience as a one-off unique being. And, and, and that is where your, your expansion comes from. So that there is, there, there is nothing wrong or right about exploring those things or not. It is certainly not required of you to do so. You, you, you can forget all of that and have a complete human 3D experience, and you're going to live your life and return to your completed state exactly the same as everyone else on your planet at some point and you, you, you are flavoring your own human experience and there is truly no right or wrong way of doing this. You, you don't have to be into our teachings. You don't have to be into anything. You, we are not encouraging the entire planet to tune into this and listen to these words because most of your planet are not ready for this. They believe this is crazy. They believe this is David being possessed or, or schizophrenic or whatever. That's okay. We are not here for them. We are here for those of you that are ready for this, that, that are struggling a bit, that are, are coming to understand that you create your own reality and there is an energetic realm and it's not necessarily what your churches teach you. 
And, and we're not judging your churches either. They serve a purpose. And, and it is your choice whether to partake in that. But the energetic realm is, is not what mu- much of humanity wants to make it out to be. The energetic realm is, is not humanized the, the way that you often make it out. You, 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 you want to, because it's beyond your comprehension, to understand that there is consciousness that has never been attached to a human body and is not human-like in any way. It's more difficult for for many to understand, yes. and that's okay. Can um, the, the two questions that have come up during during that? Thank you for that. That was very that was very interesting. The first is if, um, if 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 the ego is less developed in a child and uh, it is more uh, a child is more closely connected to its soul consciousness. Does the same happen at the end of life with dementia and, and Alzheimer's and those sorts of things? Is that, a, is that a, a decomposition of the soul, of the ego consciousness? And your, your, the ego consciousness die? your end of life conditions are, are, are very much a result of, of what your focus was during your lifespan. And, and for some, the, the desire to disconnect, you, you, you all at the end, Feel your world getting ahead of you because you're all born up to speed with the time that you enter in. And the older you get, the more the world speeds up and the the more disconnected from it you become. And that is natural. And what happens is in this this disconnection or this disenchantment with your lives, you, you start to disconnect from it. And you all have different ways of departing. And some of you will be very swift and some of you it will be a lengthy departure. Where, where you withdraw your consciousness, but your body lingers on. And you're, and you're withdrawing your consciousness. This is labeled Alzheimer's, dementia, th- things like this. You all have different intentionality. And, and th- that withdrawal can be more mental. And sometimes the withdrawal can be physical. No two are alike. So there is no right or wrong in any of it. But you are seeing an example. And you all have this with, 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 with human beings that are born of a, a, a slightly different mental state, whether it is a, a considered a disability, et cetera, where one is a little more disconnected from the ego. And you see this very often with, with people that, that have these things that you have labeled disabilities, that there is less ego involved, they are more real. And, and you believe it's a disability, it's a disadvantage, but really you are viewing one whose intentionality was to come and have less of that and have that be their experience. And there could be positive and negative with that. And there is expansion available in that. That is their unique human experience that they are having based on the desire they had when they manifested as a human being. And then their continued desire based on their focus once manifested. You, 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 you choose your paths. You create your paths. There, there is no one in the energetic realm, no being asserting a, a, a preset destination for any of you. You, you are doing it all. And you're truly here on your own doing it. There is is no being in the sky that has a preset plan for you and is saying, this is where you need to end up. There is no point to life if that's the case. We are telling you what is possible and we are giving you the tools to do what you want, but we are not telling you what to want ever. We never will. Thank you. That leads to an interesting question. Can... Any, can you predict the future? Can anyone predict the future? Um, how do we, if we're creating an intentionality for our lives, is that creating the future in a way? 
you are creating your reality and you're absolutely creating your future at all times. And, and, and your projected thought is what's creating it. It is always going to be a mix of positive and negative because you are never going to keep your projected thought up your spiral at all times. This is why you do not see one person on your planet living a life of perfection. It is not possible. You are all up and down your spiral all the time because the going down is actually beneficial as we have shared. But can you, can, can anyone predict the future? Can you tell us how things are going to unfold in six months? Every, every one of you have a version of the future that you have created that is real. Because everything that has ever happened and everything that is ever going to happen exists simultaneously in the energetic realm. It is done. It is there. But it is not set in stone because your consciousness is ever shifting. So when you're up your spiral and you are creating a version of your future that is exactly what you want, where you're in the body that you want and the financial situation that you want and the relationship that you want, living in the town that you want and the home that you want, doing the things that you want, you are creating that. It is real. It is done very quickly. And is it your, is it your, how do we bring that into being then? Is it through consciously focusing on it? Is it our attention that creates it? And not spending an inordinate amount of time down your spiral, canceling those things out and creating obstacles will give you more of a version of that. The, the, the challenge here is, is that you've created that version while you're up your spiral. Inevitably, before it comes to full physical manifestation, you are going to go down. And you're going to revisit that while you're down. And when you do that, you're going to doubt it. You're going to fear it. You're going to wonder how it's going to happen and when and why. And how does that work? You, you will say to yourself, People like me don't have that, don't do that. What was I thinking yesterday? When I was I'm up my tower, believing and I was dreaming, and now I'm down and I can't imagine how that would ever happen. I need to settle for something different. I need to be happy with the job and the body and the relationship that I'm in, and be happy that I have that and not want more. I just need to settle. Everything's fine. I need to stop this pipe dream stuff. You all do this. You all do this. Mm-hmm. Go down and begin to renegotiate your dreams. And then suddenly that future version has just shifted. This is why nobody can accurately predict every aspect of your future. Though you absolutely are all intuitive and you're all clairvoyant to different levels. You're all connected. And there are certainly some that can tap into you and give you a very clear picture of what your future can be. And, and in that moment, they, they are very likely accurately reading you. But you have free will and you're going to go up and down your spiral. Will you create some of that naturally? Probably. Will you create more of that now that the power of suggestion is in your head and this, this person that you trust has told you what it's going to be and now you're going to stick to that dream more? This is why so many of your, your mediums give you positive information about your future. You're going to be wealthy. You're going to be happy. You're going to have these two children that you want. You're going to have a dream marriage. Very often they, they are sugarcoating and telling you much of what you want to hear and maybe a little of what you don't so that it's more believable. But they want you to walk out of there believing and trusting it, especially if they really understand how creation works, because they can read your future. And if you are up your spiral, they can see a very positive version of it and help you believe it. And the more you believe it, the more likely it is to be, as long as you don't allow yourself to dip down into doubt and fear and cancel it all out. And there is a gestation period for all creation. And, And very often that gestation period is based on your own wavering of positive and negative and believing and disbelieving. But the gestation period is there and it's real to, to, to keep you from manifesting every single thing that you want on demand. Imagine what your planet would look like if you thought of something and it just appeared. Mm-hmm. It, would be chaos. it would be chaos. That is, that is not the, the intention behind the, the process of universal creation. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Thank you. A couple of comments. Um, Paula says, I don't feel death at all. Life is the hard part. This is making it easier. And actually, what you've been saying today is that we want life to be hard, really, don't we? You, you want to have challenges. You, you want to have balance in your lives of happy, positive experiences and manifesting many of the things that you desire. But you also very much want and need to have challenges in your lives. We hear some, 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 some in the, the spiritual uh, realm of, of humanity that, that are speaking of new earth, that, you, that you're all going to emerge to this new planet that is a utopia, that is perfection. And, 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 and we are here to tell you that that is not true, that, that imagine for a moment what that would really be like for you if you were all in this, this perfect utopia where you do nothing but sit around and want for nothing and agree with each other all the time. That's our completed state, isn't it? That, that, that would be your completed state. You would not need a physical realm for that. You, you are in that when you are not physical. You are in pure positive energy, pure perfection. You are wanting nothing in that state. You are in that state, and yet you choose to come to physical and have these, these challenging lifetimes over and over again. And, and, and we often tell you that, that generally, based on the, the, the consciousness desire, it is very common for you to want more and more challenging lifetimes. So we will tell you that if you think your lifetime that you're in right now is bad, just hold on. The next one will probably be worse. And from your soul consciousness perspective, you will see the value in that. Mm-hmm. And, and if you are living a relatively easy life, understand that, that, that you are not seeking the same degree of contrast and expansion when you manifest it. But you also see examples of, of those that, that manifest into very easy circumstances, great privilege, that through their own boredom and their own soul desire to, to have more and to create more will severely disrupt their lives. Mm-hmm. The, the, the child that is born, in, born into a trust fund and excellent health and loving parents that becomes a drug addict, that, that, that crashes their car and, and, and acquires a disability, that's an example of, of, of life being too easy and the soul consciousness getting bored and the ego kicking in and, and creating calamity mm. to drive additional contrast, to then drive additional creation, to create mm. a scenario that you've got to work yourselves out of mm. because that is your expansion. Mm. Thank you. Um, Lena asks, uh, can a soul consciousness step into our being and trade places with us? Can our souls trade? with our ego consciousness, or are we linked? There, there, as long as you are physical, you are balancing, and, and it, is a, it is a constant battle within all of you to balance your ego consciousness and your soul consciousness. David has a very strong connection to his soul consciousness, so much so that he's able to share us. He also has a very well-developed ego that also allows him to, to get on a medium such as this and, and tell you all that he is sharing source with you. Mm-hmm. It takes both. And, 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 and all of those two things within him, just like the rest of you, are not always in balance. And when he lets the ego get a lot out of control, a little out of control, then things go haywire for him. And he understands it. And he has to step back and use the tools that we have given him to bring his soul and his ego back into balance. Mm-hmm. And it can wreak havoc on your lives for sure. But the, the ego is, is, is very driven, but can also be very triggered by fear. And, and, and he has experienced something very recently where the ego was triggered by great fear. And he allowed that fear to take hold where usually he does not. And, and, and what he is 
surmised and we have confirmed that when you detune fear such as he has and in the practice of taya as you are aware you you are detuning fear you are becoming more free of fear we will not say that you are becoming fearless because it is always a component of your ego consciousness it is never going to go away completely but you detune it you eradicate it for the most part you can get it out of your life most of the time not all the time but when you go down your spiral that fear can kick right back in and if you have not been fearful in a long time, it is very much like, like, like smoking or, or drinking alcohol. If you're not used to doing it, it's going to impact you a lot more. Fear is the same way. If you've eradicated fear from your life and you've gone down your spiral and you've allowed fear back in, suddenly it's, the consequences of that fear are going to be much more severe. This is not something you can't back yourselves out of, but you're going to feel the fear more dramatically than if you were fearful most of the time. Mm. And, and that just means that you have eradicated fear to a large degree, but you're never going to, to eliminate fear altogether. Mm. And, and it comes crashing back severely sometimes and really mm. takes you down your spiral. But the example that we have given you of David severely going down his spiral due to fear, due to his allowing a fear to come back in and, and not stopping and using the tools that we've given him, ignoring all of that and letting that fear kick in and letting it take him down his spiral. It, it was, it was a very uncomfortable time for him, but it was a brief time because he regained his footing and used the tools that we have delivered to move back up the spiral very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he has the ability to bounce back from pretty severe down the spiral times. And then he was just speaking of this in his boot camp group today. The, the boot campers were all saying how there are things that happen in their lives now that would have taken them down for days or weeks that it's a matter of minutes and hours now because you have Absolutely. the tools to move up. And yeah. that really changes your lives. When you have the mm-hmm. tools to move out of negative and, and, and turn the trajectory of your day and your life that quickly, and you do, when you gain these tools, you can turn all of that on a dime. These are life-changing tools. They are, absolutely. Thank you. We have time for, for one more question and just a little bit of guidance. There's been some chat on the, on the comments. Um, people who have uh, schizophrenic family members, people who have autistic family members or, or bipolar family members or, or members, you know, family members considered n- not normal, what is the best way for us to, to, to interact with them? Do you have any guidance on how we can appreciate them or what we can learn from them? Well, you, you have answered your question in that you need to appreciate them for how they are. There was intentionality behind their manifesting that way or manifesting toward that as they progress through life. And there is no right or wrong. There was no right way to go through life. Just because there is a majority of people that operate a certain way does not mean that's the right thing for everyone. You are not a one-size-fits-all world. You are all different, and humans are very complex, and you all think differently and want differently and disagree on many things, and you always will because you are all individuals. You come with infinite lifetimes of other experiences and project vibrationally into a set of circumstances, and then that set of circumstances sets you on a unique human experience path. And all of that makes you the unique being that you are. And, and there, there, is, there is no judgment from us or right or wrong in any of this. So when you have one that manifests uh, a condition that is considered abnormal or less than ideal or challenging, 
they, they have manifested it for a reason because their soul consciousness is looking for that unique experience to, to possibly be more withdrawn or, or to operate in a different way. There, there, are, there is new growth in finding your paths with these, these set of circumstances that are different than, than the mainstream. It is all intentionality. And the very best way to deal with any situation like that is always look for things to appreciate. We, we guide all of you to do that. Anyone that you care about in your lives, remember that your appreciation of them and your continued appreciation of them is the, the very highest vibration. And what happens in your relationships inevitably is that the, the, the new wears off or time wears on and you get a little weary. And you stop looking for things to appreciate and you start looking for flaws. You will always find what you're looking for. If you're looking for things to appreciate, you will find them and you will have a positive experience with that person. If you are looking for things to complain about, to pick apart, to dislike, you are going to find them as well. And you are going to see more and more of that from that person because that is your focus and that is what you're drawing out of them. And it will make that relationship very uncomfortable. And if it's a relationship such as a, a parent and a child that you can't just divorce away from, walk away from, you have a level of responsibility in your current day society with that, that other being, you've got to find the tools. But we will tell you that that's part of your contrast. And if that is your child that you are having to learn to deal with, that was part of your soul consciousness decision to come and, and have that experience so that you would grow in that process, having to accept that your child is different, having to accept that your child is probably going to be with you longer in some cases than what you were expecting, having to accept that your child is probably going to be a little more of a challenge for you to deal with than you anticipated. The child is not living out necessarily the hopes and dreams that you had for your child. That is the contrast of, of life. And, and you can let it ruin you or you can let it elevate you to a higher and higher level. And you see examples of both all around you all the time. You, you see the parents of children with these so-called disabilities that are, 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 are absolutely in appreciation and going up their spiral and learning new things and growing as beings in the process. That's available to all of you in any circumstance. And, and, and remember that even if that circumstance is, is, is manifesting in another person, if it's impacting you and it's in your life, if it's your child, your parent, your loved one, that is also your manifestation. Your manifestation, all that, your contrast and all that is that, that you are dealing with it, that, that you are witnessing it, that you are experiencing it along with them. It's not just about them. It's about you as well because you're part of it. Thank you. Thank you. We're just about out of time. Do you have any final guidance for us for this week? Thank you for these messages. They've, they've been quite profound. We are very pleased with the array of questions that have been offered here, and, and we have shared quite a bit of information. We, we always guide all of you to perhaps go back and, and, and view this again. There, there are many layers that were offered here that you will need to listen to again and again to experience. We guide David to do the same thing. And, and we guide all of you to, to be a little lighter about your lives and, and, and not get so drawn into all the negativity that you see in your media because that is not reality. The reality is you are living on a beautiful planet at a beautiful time that you came here for the perfection of all of it. There are things all around you that you can appreciate all day, every day. There are things that you certainly do not want and you can discern them to not be your preference, but you need not fear them. You need not loathe them. You need only to focus on what you want and, and, and focus on the fact that there is more positive in your world and in your lives than sometimes you give yourselves credit for. And when you start focusing more and more and more on the positive and, and not allowing the negative to impact you as much, your, your reality really changes. 
That is the core of our message. You are creating your reality and you're responsible for all of it, all the time. But many of you have to unlearn many of the things that you have been taught. Many of the fear-based, out of control, you're taught to be victims very often in your society. And none of that serves you in any way. When you begin taking full control over your lives and understanding that you are creating all of it, and, and, and that it's not about beating yourselves up for miscreating or creating obstacles or, or more things that you don't want, but simply turning your focus toward what you do want and, and relaxing into that and loving yourselves and making your work being up your spiral and joy and allowing those things to come to be in your lives. That is the process of creation. It, 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 it sounds very simple and it indeed is. It's all about releasing the fear and, and entrusting the universe to deliver your version of abundance to you. And it will every single time. Mm. That's all we have. Thank you so much. Hey, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Some really lovely messages. Some great interactions. Thank you, everyone. Um, including John. Thank you. Made me smile. Um, and, uh, his sidekick, I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of banter on the, on the comments oh, no. uh, and some, some really good questions in, in between there too. So thank you very much everyone for participating. See you next week. Um, that was awesome, David. That was really good. Thank you, man. Very up, but I'm very happy, but I'm very like in a day still from all of that. Yeah. So I can't wait to and see what all happened. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, Matt, so much. You're Pleasure, the best, man. Pleasure. <laughs> Love you. Bye now. Bye. Love you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you all so much for listening. And remember to reach out to me at david at thestreamofdavid.com with comments and suggestions for this podcast. And to be sure and rate and review this podcast on your provider if you haven't already done so. Those are very helpful. And also, if you're interested in learning more about Taya Bootcamp, visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA. Thanks a lot for listening. Namaste. Thank you for listening. To learn more about The Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.